Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Exactly how does your mental health affect weight loss? This is an area that I'm going to be very excited talking about because I know that many men struggle with this area of their life. Many men are struggling with low levels of mental health or poor quality mental health. And mental health issues with us men is a massive problem. And there is a little bit more exposure on this topic out there with social media and out there just generally in society. There definitely is more awareness around this issue, but I still think that there is nowhere near enough of the amount that is needed. And I came across a really sad statistic that I want to share with you today. And that is seven out of nine suicides that happen on a daily basis are sadly from us men here in Australia. So every for every nine suicides that there are, which is devastating enough in, in itself with that particular number, but out of that, those nine daily that are happening here in Australia, there's actually seven of those that are coming from men, which is a terrible, terribly sad statistic. So this, of course, is something that really is important to shed light on and to give more awareness. And if I can do anything, if I can do my part to bring more awareness and on this particular topic, then that's what I will do. And that explains of why I've chosen this for today's topics. And there are strong links to depression and weight gain in case you didn't know. And the problem with deteriorating or low levels of mental health or someone that is struggling with their mental health and weight gain is it becomes a never-ending looping problem because when we feel like shit, then we end up consuming a whole lot of junk food, which tends to be very high in calories, which then blows out our calorie intake on a daily basis, which then makes us put on weight, which then makes us feel shitter about ourselves, less confident, less energy levels, which then causes us to want to eat more. And it's this self perpetuating problem that many men that I have spoken to over the 15 years of me being a personal trainer have actually experienced. So there's this never-ending loop that happens and there's a strong connection between depression, mental health issues, and weight gain. The problem with this whole situation of being a man in the modern-day world is us men are raised to always be told that we need to be strong and we are not allowed to be sad and we're not allowed to cry and we just need to get on with it. And here in Australia, we talk about just harden up and have a teaspoon of cement. So we are raised as little boys to understand that it's not okay to show emotion. It's not okay to feel sad, which 
The problem is when we inevitably do feel sad and when we inevitably do feel like we're having a hard time coping and when we do feel like crying and having a breakdown, we are in this conflicting situation where we were raised our entire lives as boys and into teenagers and adults to be told that men don't cry, big men don't do this, they don't, they don't get sad, they just get on with it, harden up. So we're in this conflicting situation where we feel like shit, but we are we have have such ingrained and conditioned to believe that it's not okay to feel sad and it's not okay to cry and it's not okay to express your emotions. So this is one of the the biggest problems that I think that us men are having, and we tend to, as a result of this we tend to bottle up our emotions, and of course bottling them up doesn't mean that they just disappear. It means they keep mounting and mounting and mounting until one day we have a fucking a break, complete breakdown, and this is usually when this feeds into this very sad statistic that I shared with you earlier of seven out of the nine daily suicides that are happening in this country are coming from us men. So it's an incredibly sad statistic, but it makes so much sense that it would be so high because we are in, we have ingrained into us from little boys that it's not okay to show emotions. It's not okay to be sad. And we just need to get on with it kind of just like a robot and be completely immune to feeling shit and, and being sad. And of course, that's not reality. That's not realistic. And we aren't robots and we are human beings and we need to learn to be able to have the space with people around us to express how we are really feeling. And if we're having sad times, if we're having a shit day, then we need to be able to effectively communicate that, not bottle it up because that is not good for your mental health. That is not good for your physical health. And this explains of why there's such incredibly high numbers of suicide and mental health problems and breakdowns and all of this stuff that is associated with us men. So let's go into some specifics on how exactly a deteriorating mental health can affect your weight loss goals and exactly what we can do about it. So Comfort eating is common, right, with feeling shit. I mean, everyone multiple times has experienced this to happen to them. And when you had a shit day, it makes it so much more difficult to make choices with your food, to make healthier choices with your food. And your food choices become just related to high calorie, high fat kinds of foods. I mean, when we're having a shit day, no one is thinking about the kinds of foods that they are having. They're literally just going for those kind of comfort foods, the comfort eating, because it makes us feel good, at least temporarily. And if we're feeling shit, the first thing that we are trying to do is not feel shit. So the last thing we are doing is thinking about the choices of the food that we are making. And therefore, we tend to pick those kinds of foods that are generally very, very high in calories, which then, of course, blows out our calorie intake and then causes us to put on weight. So comfort eating is common with feeling shit and comfort eating results in the kinds of food selections that 
uh, takeaway, biscuits, chocolate, all of those lollies, all of those kinds of really high calorie foods. And becoming more aware of those automatic reactions is something that I would suggest is going to really help with this particular problem. And what I mean by that is when you start to become aware of if you're ever having or when you're having a shit day that you will automatically get a trigger to want to perhaps eat something or drink something that's that's particularly high in calories, if you start to develop more of an awareness around this reaction coming, instead of just you on autopilot just going into the fridge and smashing that half a block of chocolate or having three or four beers, if you just sit for a moment with the idea that you're having this reaction, you become more aware that this reaction is actually happening, you allow a little bit of time to to go to pass for you to just really reflect on the feeling that you are getting, reflect on the fact that you are getting this automatic reaction of wanting to eat this chocolate or drink those beers. And now you are put in a position of empowerment where you aren't just a victim of these autonomous autonomous kinds of reactions that you are getting that because it's always been like that that's what you continue to do now you start having more you're taking back more of the power in your decision making and you and you stop being a victim to these autonomous things that have ruined your not ruined your life these autonomous cues that have happened every time that you have been in a challenging situation or you've just been feeling shit for whatever reason. So becoming more aware of these reactions and these behaviors is certainly something that is going to help make better choices when you are having these kinds of shitty days. Exercise, keeping active is the last thing that you want to be doing whenever you're having a shitty day, whenever you're not feeling it, whenever your mental health seems to be on the decline, then the last thing that we tend to think of doing is keeping active, going for a walk, doing some exercise. It's literally the last thing. And I totally get it. I get how easy it can be to just be like, no fucking way am I doing that workout at the gym. No way am I going for that walk outside. No way am I going to stay committed to the workout with my friend. I'm just not going to do any of it because I just can't be bothered. And I totally get how that can be a really easy feeling to have. However, exercise has been shown time and time again to have very strong anti-depression kinds of feelings on on the brain. And it has been shown to almost be more powerful than any kind of anti-depression drug, any kind of SSRI that you might be taking. And this is something that you need to keep front of mind. And although it is the last thing that potentially you are thinking of doing when when you're having a shit day or you're just not feeling yourself... I have experienced as many as hundreds of my clients all around the world have experienced of the feelings of when they just were feeling just were feeling shit for whatever reason and they went and did a workout and 
they were so glad that they did that workout because they ended up feeling so much better because now we've got the endorphins pumping through the body. Now we've got all those feel-good hormones that are a result of you actually doing movement and doing exercise. And this is something that I want you to keep in mind next time you are having a shit day, next time you're not really feeling yourself, next time where you really feel like you really don't feel like doing your exercise, don't feel like doing any movement, when all you feel like doing is sitting in the lounge and just literally binging episode after episode of whatever on Netflix and eating biscuits, I totally get that could be a very appealing thing to do. However, if you just resist the temptation to fall into that trap and you actually stay committed to keeping more active and to actually exercise and you will get out of that vicious cycle that I explained where you feel shit and you eat shit, you feel shit, you put on weight in this kind of loop that a lot of men get themselves into. And I promise you that if you continue to show up and continue to exercise and continue to stay moving, keep moving as much as possible, you will definitely feel better for it and you will thank yourself for actually showing up and getting it done. So that's the exercise component. So we had we spoke about the food choices, then we spoke about the exercise component. Now we're going to talk about Another very misunderappreciated, is that even a word, misunderappreciated, undervalued part of our health, which is our sleep. And poor mental health definitely affects sleep. We've all had those kinds of nights where we've had something on our mind, we've been scared of something, we've been worried about something, and it has completely fucked the entire night's sleep where we've had trouble either getting to sleep or staying asleep or both, both of those problems if you've had that before, which I'm sure you've had, which we all have. So poor mental health and not coping well mentally definitely affects sleep, which if you have ever experienced a shit night's sleep, which obviously you have thousands of times, and you will notice that your mood is decreased, which then means that you become more tired, which then become, which then turns into you having low energy levels, which then co- goes into you making poorer food choices, which then feeds into you can't be bothered to do anything. So there is lots and lots of negative consequences that come out of having a shit night's sleep. So if you want to make sure that you stay on top of your mental health and keep it at an optimal level as high as possible, then you need to make sure that you are sorting your sleep out and understanding the consequences of not getting enough sleep or not getting the right quality of sleep because it's not just the amount of hours which mind you is a minimum of seven hours every single day that you need to be sleeping it's also the quality of those seven hours as well so it should not be this broken form of sleep where you are consistently waking up through the night because that is considered interrupted sleep and that is not the same of seven hours of completely uninterrupted sleep and even if you are sleeping these seven hours, but it's broken, then you certainly will not be recovering as well as you would if it was not broken and you weren't waking up through the night. So you just need to understand sleep's role on your entire life. Like it's one of those areas that's super critical to get in check and to have on track, but 
unfortunately there's so many people that are more than happy to just chop hours go to sleep later wake up earlier and the good thing is that you won't die from not having enough sleep but you certainly well if you had no sleep you probably will die eventually but no not probably you will die <laughs> from not sleeping but the problem is if you're if you're still getting sleep but just not enough hours is you will you'll still be alive but you won't be performing at your optimal level and the first thing to go is the decline in your mental health so if you are suffering with mental health issues then you definitely need to be getting your sleep sorted otherwise again it becomes this vicious cycle where you're not sleeping well you feel like shit you put on weight then you're not sleeping well you put on weight you feel like shit so it's this never ending loop so you need to draw a line in the sand that says like I'm going to take responsibility for this and I'm going to make sure that I sort my sleep out now hopefully because I've brought it to your attention that you understand of the the critical role that sleep has with your mental health the last point that i want to leave you with which is definitely not the least which is this the importance of listening to your emotions what do i mean by the importance of listening to your emotions emotions are nothing more than just feedback mechanisms and we obviously have emotions go up and they go down and they stay neutral and that's kind of typically what happens on a daily basis for every single one of us they go up they go down and that's usually how they go the problem lies when we start to disregard this these emotions and if we are consistently having shit feelings on a, on a, for a, whatever particular reason if we just completely disregard that hoping that it's just going to go away of course most people have learned that it does not go away and if we try to suppress these feelings of feeling shit or worry or anxiety or stress or whatever it may be they just keep getting louder and louder in our minds until we do something about it so i implore you to make sure that you start listening to your emotions and if you start if you are constantly having these feedback mechanism of you feeling sad or you feeling worried for a particular reason and if you don't do anything about it it's not just going to go away because you're ignoring it it's going to keep getting louder and louder and louder until you do something about it so that's why if you understand the role of emotions and you understand that it's just a feedback mechanism the moment that you actually do something about it and you take responsibility for that emotion then automatically it starts to neutralize and you don't have those feelings anymore but what do we do as a society and as men which feeds back into what we were speaking about earlier how we just bottle up everything and we just pretend everything is okay even though we're suffering inside is it keeps mounting and mounting and that voice keeps getting louder and louder and louder and we just keep continuing to disregard it and pretend that it's not happening and the feedback mechanism just keeps going on and on and on i mean this is how we are hardwired biologically so that you need to understand 
that if you are having persistent feelings of something, it's not going to go away and you need to take the responsibility. Put your hand up and do something about it because just pretending that it's not there, pretending that it's not existing is not the solution. It's not working and goes into what I was sharing earlier, the devastatingly sad data on mental health issues and how seven out of the nine suicides that are happening in this country in of Australia are from us men. So clearly what we're doing is not working. And I strongly believe that this is one of the main culprits where we're just not listening to our emotions. We're not taking it serious. We're not giving the these emotions that we are feeling the respect that they need. And as a result, we have this mounting, mounting problems that happen with our mental health. So that's it from me. I truly hope that you got value on this topic as obviously it's a very serious, a very important one. And I hope now that you understand of the direct correlation of your mental health regarding your fat loss or your weight loss journey. And I hope that you got value from this and we've brought front of mind, front of your mind of the things that you need to consider when it comes to the connection of your mental health and your results of what, what it is that you're wanting to achieve with your fitness. And I hope most importantly, like I say all the time in my content, I hope that you do something with this new information that you have learned. Because if you learn something new, but you do not apply apply anything different in your life, then you have completely wasted a valuable opportunity. So I really want you to make sure that you take this serious. I want you to make sure that if this, if I have described your current situation in this looping shit that we can get caught into, then I want you to make sure that you listen over this a few times. I want you to share this with someone that springs to mind in your environment that could get value from this to make sure that we all do our part and take responsibility for looking after not only ourselves, but also our other fellow brothers as well. I thank you so much for jumping on today's podcast. We'll do it all again tomorrow. I really appreciate your eyes. I really appreciate your ears. That's it from Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern-day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dadbod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words dadbod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the words dadbod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.